Welcome back to Thurman Viking Podcast. This is going to be part two of, uh, I call it the war in the stupid box. Because, I mean, that's really other realm that we was dancing in about what's going on today in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Americans better strap on their seatbelt because this is going to be a way more bumpy ride than coronavirus. And, I mean, I want people to understand the issue with nuclear fallout because a lot of people, you watch TV shows, but if you truly understand what they're trying to show you or what was showed on the show, that if a nuke hit, you can't get away from it. Even if you're not in the radius, the fallout, that's what it's called, the fallout. Yeah. Expands even farther. Can it go? And then another thing is it go be in those clouds. Once it start raining. Is that, that's the fallout, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, the chemicals spread. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, it's really no way to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can think of is, you were watching the book of Eli the other day. Mm-hmm. I said, that's what it seemed like this shit turning to. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it seemed like it's turning to. If you pay attention to what I've been watching lately, because you know I, 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 I have weird ass ways. It's a reason why I'm going back watching older shit and I'm reading a lot of books because it's it's something happening and I'm going back to get some type of information if, even with the book of Eli if you get on news our news stations they have been literally taking so much out of libraries and shit. Remember I said libraries gonna become non-existent? That's what's happening as we speak. I know, I seen it. Uh-huh, and it's a reason why they taking this stuff away. What are they finna put there? Mm. Everybody be so joyous about, oh, they taking this out and they doing this and they taking this away. What the fuck? Then they turn around and let a transgender man huh. dressed up and drag read to your children. To your babies. And your children like, what is this? Is it a man or a woman? Yeah, I know our kids, you know, I mean, our kids don't go to public schools, but it's the point of we rather be able to be the ones to explain certain shit to our children. Mm-hmm. Because kids don't necessarily have the opportunity to be able to openly speak to their parents. Uh, and I noticed that a long time ago, that's the reason why you can't necessarily say what you want when you a kid. Because your parents tell you what to want. Shut up. They tell you, yep, they tell you what to fucking do. When you have questions and they ain't ready to answer that question. I'm grown. I'm grown. I explain so much to our kids and... Uh, I've done heard even our family members be like, she, they gonna do whatever it is. No, man, these kids is smart. They ain't stupid. We undermine them. And they get to asking questions and we don't really have a, a real answer for them. We get mad instead of actually having this conversation with this kid. Mm. So, yes, it seems like I'm giving too much to the kids, but what is too much when they asking for you to explain yourself? I shouldn't have to explain myself. I'm their I'm they parent. Fuck that. I knew I needed a lot of talking to when I was a kid because a lot of times you just... Re- kids are really just curious. They're just curious, and they need to know. That's why they ask the question. But if you don't let allow that for them... But see, that's where the old saying, curiosity kid the cat came from. Mm-hmm. Because it shut up and do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when your kid grow up, they get to acting like you because they doing as you do. What'd you say? Something wrong with them. So, I don't know what's wrong with that child. It's you. It was, it was your ass the whole time. But you don't necessarily look at yourself as a fucked up individual. You only looking at the child that grew up into a fucked up individual. Who you raised. Who you raised. 
You see what I'm saying? Hell yeah, I explain the shit out of shit to the kids. Before we even get to punishment phase, I'm talking. We gonna talk this out. We have to because I need you to know verbally, mentally, what you did to cause whatever consequences you're receiving. Whether it be a good consequence or a bad consequence, they don't just get talked to when they did bad. They get talked to when they did good. And there's an understanding there that you did this, and I'm proud of you. And our kids know for every action, it's a reaction. It's a reaction, hell yeah. That's the basic formula for science, but it applies in life. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't apply that in life because they'll commit an action and then pretend like they did. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of raising the kids to think in an alternative way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not nothing negative and it's not nothing different that already haven't been done is that... Why wouldn't I teach my child to be a free thinker mm-hmm. and constrict them like I was? Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, I could have been like Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Well, not as, per se, the things that he do in life, yeah. but just considered a computer whiz or mm-hmm. a computer genius. Mm-hmm. I was working on electronics when I was fucking five, six years old mm-hmm. and fixing shit, and my mama was fucking afraid yeah. of yeah. it. No, she was afraid. She was afraid of Your that. Yes, my 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 understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell her all the time, you know, when I broke the VCR, I think that was the last straw. Yeah. Cause me and my sister, we got to tussling and over the VCR, and we broke it. Yeah. And I went back and I fixed. Yeah. They never knew it was broken. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they find out is because her husband, which at the time was my stepdaddy, he got frustrated and, you know, he pushed the VCR down or something and he seen the different components that I added (laughs) to the VCR, which indicated to him that I had broken it Mm -hmm. or we broken it. And, you know, I got in trouble for that. And I think... Once they start putting a restriction on me that I couldn't do this and I couldn't touch this, even my own shit, that I kind of lost interest in it because I feel like it was literally beat up out of me. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to fuck with technology. But now as an adult, that's what I still do this shit. Everybody, hey, can you come fix my computer? Can you set up my cameras? Could you do this for me? And I'm like, shit, cool. Yeah, yeah. So our house is definitely fucking teched out. We got Google Homes. We got nine cameras. We got, you know, better technology, smart TVs. We got all of this technology. And I feel like it's because I wasn't allowed to have it and deal with it as a child. So now it's like I'm trying to catch up. Mm -hmm. Because back then I was ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. Now I'm behind. Yeah, I think um, we have to be, we have to let our kids be able to embrace who they are. Our children are not the same. They're not the same. And having three girls, three girls is, it's a challenge. It's certainly a challenge. Mm. It's a challenge and all of them are headstrong. When you have two headstrong people making children, they are going to be in that same way. You know what I'm saying? And we allow them to say what they need to say. Mouse? Gee, I be finding myself have to be like, let me let me step away from you real quick because the way you presented is sweet, but you mean some shit behind this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me go chill out so I be ready to talk crazy to you, but she mean what she say, like, wait a minute, motherfucker, I got some shit to say, and you fence to listen to me. But, uh, one thing I do appreciate about our kids is when they want to talk, they be like, I mean, let me talk to you real quick. That's true. So, but that's just something that we, that's something that we instilled in them. You see what I'm saying? So, it's all about how you raising your kids, you know, which everybody ain't gonna agree with how I raise my kids. And I don't care. 
because they my children and I'm trying to raise them to the best of my ability, mm-hmm. not yours. One talk um, yesterday, actually, um, I came to the realization that you don't have that. Um, I, I, you know, I always talk how women should have wise women around them to be able to go to, you know. But uh, the women that's uh, the older women that's surrounded by younger women, there's this competition. And they don't necessarily want to give away these great secrets. But your life is shit. You don't have anything to give. You know what I'm saying? Anything of any sustenance. And there is no embracing in the black community like that when it comes to family. Mm. And men, it's the same thing with men. You don't, it's this competition. You don't have... You know, they not, nobody, and I, and I always do preach on you. You know, if you ain't got nobody clapping for you, you clap for your motherfucking self. And we don't have people t- talking to us like we used to, or back in the day, because I never had it. But I know there was a time where women got around. The elder. Yeah, the, the elder. elder Men and women, though. Yeah, that's what I just said. And it's sad because... Now I know this is something I have to do having three girls because they're going to get older and they're going to bestow themselves upon life. And I don't want to upside down women that I raised because that's my job. Off into the world creating more chaos in other households because that's what it is. And it's like that on the men point. We have kids and if we fucked up we we had these kids that grow up as adults. If we fucked up, these kids is going to become adults and become chaotic ass beings, wreaking havoc. And you gonna love your child because that's your child. But what they do to other motherfuckers, you gonna look the other way. You see what I'm saying? And that's a problem. That's a problem. But see, that's what it is now. You know, recently, you know, somebody. From what we from past, and because of the popularity of that person, not necessarily how they was living life or what they was doing, mm-hmm. overcompensated for what happened. Mm-hmm. So basically, since he was so popular, didn't matter what he done, he shouldn't have died, and what happened wasn't right because he died. Yeah. But my thing is, like I explained to a lot of people who may have knew of him or knew him, which I'm not going to say his name because it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You live this street life. And you out here trying to live like on the stupid box. Mm-hmm. You want to be Canaan and you want to be Ghost <laughs> and you want to be all of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So... When that shit happened to you, live or die, mm-hmm. you, it need to be accepted. Mm-hmm. What you say when somebody die in a black community, they sank them. They sank them. Even, even, though, ugh, even though they ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody family wants to admit. You know what I learned, had, had to come to the realization of? One day, I was sitting with myself, and I was like, I wonder the closest people to me would say at my funeral. Me knowing who I have been. I thought you didn't want no funeral. No, I'm just saying it was just. just if the, you had a funeral. Yeah, okay. if I had a funeral. It was like the, the, the closest people to me, would they really miss me, or would it be a relief that I'm gone? Because a lot of people, when when people be, when 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 it when a person is fucked up, a lot of times people be crying out of relief. This motherfucker gone. I think for me it'll be relief, on my end. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I don't want a funeral. That's what I told you. You know, as being my wife and my beneficiary, mm-hmm. I want to be cremated, and I don't give a fuck what you do with my ass. You yeah. can flush some bitches down the toilet. You know, I prefer for you to dump them in the, in the river or something. But yeah. I mean, if that's just how you feeling that day, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Ashes is ashes. Mm-hmm. But see, there's a way to not feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Because not necessarily you. I'm saying as in myself. Because my conclusion was, I haven't been fucked up to my family. I haven't been a, a horrible person. 
You get what I'm saying? I'm not a user to them. I come through if they need me. You get what I'm saying? So, therefore, I don't see anybody having any malice intent coming to my funeral in a malicious way to make sure I'm dead. You get what I'm saying? To make sure I'm truly in that motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? But you say that, but you don't really, you can't really put yourself in the mind frame of other people saying what they will and what they want to do and how they feel. You cut me off. Go ahead. Okay, now, what I'm saying is my heart is not heavy because I know the relationship. Now, I can name a couple of people that would be like, well, she wasn't shit. But from their fucked up way of trying to control or make me do what they wanted me to do. You get what I'm saying? So, therefore, that's disregarded. Because I know I wouldn't grind it. It's not disregarded because if they show up, then you know why they showing up. It's not for good intentions. It's just for sure, I'm glad that motherfucker gone. It's for, like you said, a sign of relief. Mm -hmm. You know, even though we hypothetically speaking about having a funeral, which is a tough thing to do in the black community, Mm -hmm. is that, like I said, it doesn't matter that you you being or you even feel like you being a good person to a person. It's how they perceive it. Yeah. So you you can't change that, Nene. I mean, I understand that's not what you would want. But it is what it is. Like, plenty of people that I know I associate with it, and they feel like I'm a fucked up individual now because I don't deal with their bullshit. That's true. But that's where I'm saying that point is disregarded. On the strength of what they wanted from you while you were leaving. That motherfucker didn't give me $10 when I asked $10. You see what I'm saying? That's where where people use certain shit as a weapon. Is what I'm saying. When you know you truly wasn't fucked up towards an individual, you get what I'm saying. They were fucked up towards you. But like you said, they fucked upness won't allow them to even see that they was fucked up towards you. It's always you was fucked up towards them. Mm-hmm. People play the victim game all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't change a person. You can only change you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we get so caught up in is that. Even when we trying to be a better person to a person and they still not trying to be that. Mm-hmm. And we like, well, wait, why are you being like this? You don't have to. No, this is what they choose and this is what they want. You got to understand that and let them be them. Like, I'm not, that's why I don't want a funeral. That's why I'm against funerals mm-hmm. for myself. Yeah. Because I don't want all of these fake ass people pretending to cry or fake crying because. That's the thing to do. Yeah. Like, go home. Like, don't even... I don't want no visual. I don't want candlelight. I don't want to even fucking be buried. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. Let me and my ashes disappear like the fucking wind. Yeah. And it'll be just like I was here. You wasn't fucking with me then, so don't worry about me now. Like, it's not hate or angry. It's more of a, a understanding. And I think a lot of people mis- misinterpret when I say things of that nature as, oh, you you mad, you angry, you upset. No, it's that I know right now in my life, you don't fuck with me, and I'm fine with that. So when I die, I'm going to make sure that you still don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to show up to my funeral, if I had a funeral, hypothetically speaking, to my... I was this and he was this and we had this and we went through that. I don't want all that fake shit. For me, I don't, I don't, it's like a show. Mm-hmm. People put on a front when people die. They sank people, don't sank me. Mm-hmm. If you feel like I was fucked up when I was alive, still feel like I, I was fucked up when I'm dead and gone. Yeah. Don't try to sink me. I don't want that. I, I, my thing is a lot of, I, I just don't, I'm not into funeral. I never had been. <laughs> never will be really. And I, I like, okay, the recent, most recent death was to me was my brother. And it, I mean, we didn't have a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And my mom was like, well, ain't you gonna go to your brother's funeral? Nigga, no. I, we wasn't cool. That was my brother. Yeah, that nigga walked past us and said, what's up? And kept going. Kept going. But see, and that's fucked up because that's just the dynamic of my daddy's kids. We would pass each other in life. 
We spoke. We kept it going. You get what I'm saying? And that, to me, that's a whole nother talk, but that's what it was. We was, we was, it was cordial. You know what I'm saying? It was just fucking cordial. That was it. But I just, I'm like, okay. But you know what I always say? Weddings and funerals show you who motherfuckers really is. And that's just plain and simple. That's why we didn't have a wig. Yeah. Because it was going to be too much bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, and not only that, on top of that, you got to spend all this money, you know, just to try to, to please people. Yeah, other people. Not yourself. Because the whole purpose of being married is you and your spouse, mm-hmm. and the wedding is really for the other people. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they had this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, had it's this. always a judgment. It don't matter how big, how much money you spend, or what it was, somebody gonna find something wrong. Mm-hmm. That's why we was, we both agreed, like, man, fuck all that. We'll just keep doing us. And a lot of people, y'all need to have a wig. Y'all need, man, get out of my business. And you know what's so funny? We You're not even married. We didn't even tell people that we got married. And once people, the people that outside of our people that we care about, we told, why y'all ain't tell us we get married? What the fuck? How is that going to change your day? Because I'm pretty sure now that you know I'm married, you're going to feel, you're going to be saying talking shit behind this once you're away from us. You know what I'm saying? Your thought process not even going to be upright. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be happy. It's not going to be in a congratulations way. But, I mean, that's just, you know, how motherfuckers is. But I feel like, you know, people do saint people. And a lot of times people do be fucked up. And when they do pass away, everybody be like, oh, my goodness, he was a good man. What? What? Was he, though? Was he? Like I said, my boy had 10 kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Multiple baby mamas. Mm. I don't know what type of person he was to them children. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Mm-mm. You know, a lot of people don't know himself, the people that was dealing with him. You see what I'm saying? But and if you talk to them, yeah. you tell them what kind of story you finna get. Right. But that's what I'm saying, like, it's, it's, it's all crazy, man. It's not the fact that a nigga be dancing the fence, oh, I'm a working nigga, but I'm still out here in these streets. Uh, you still try to live that street life, homie. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying a working nigga can't die. We all die. Yeah. That's true. I, th- I think people need to get their shit together because what what, what the, the shit that people make up be what people praise people for. And I'm not saying you go to the friend like, he was a fucked up person. No, what I'm saying is when people die, they had, the, depending on who they was to you, they had their good ways and they had their fucked up ways. And motherfuckers love being like, oh, he in a better place now. Okay. Okay. Is he though? <laughs> Even though I, you know how I feel about him and hell, but okay, cause uh, the nigga was a problem for a lot of people. <laughs> but is he really? Like the shit that he did is what he will suffer from. Mm. So, who was he? Honestly, that's how I feel. People need to get that shit out of there because the the, the, the the biggest church going people be fucked up. We just don't know about Man, that shit. Boy. I mean, the platform of Christianity and the churches is so fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. Like, these motherfuckers is literally out here pouring money to these churches. And the moment that somebody need help and they go to the church, they tell them, fill out an application. We'll see if we can do something for you. Mm-hmm. But then on that same Sunday service, be asking for money to get a fucking new car or a jet or some shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, these people fucked up. Black people fucked up. And other, even white people still funding these goddamn churches. Mm-hmm. That shit fucked up. Yeah. But everybody can use a greater good as a weapon. This is for the greater good. And it's not, it's for their greater good. Their greater good ain't your fucking greater good. Because you can be fucked up. 
you could be truly fucked up and they don't feel the need in their heart to help you at all because most of us walking around here don't have a fucking heart for nobody but they pockets you fuck with my pockets you motherfuckers ain't shit shit we just seen the niggas scam the fuck out of some people <laughs> and then played the goddamn uh, play song after he scammed them yeah. ran off on the plug twice I'm like Shit, if you didn't see the nigga was scamming in the beginning, you ain't gonna see the nigga scamming now. Keep getting the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit ridiculous, but it happens. Oh, yeah, it do happen. It really, truly do fucking happen. But, I don't know, I I think sometimes when some shit is too good to be true, it just seems. And you can't find nobody but yourself. Honestly. <sighs> Cause you gotta be careful of what fast talker. What like that's what old people used to say. Come around here fast talking. <laughs> I don't know. I think that was just a hick thing, though. Probably. <laughs> Cause I mean, I I know some people that talk pretty fast. Is okay, people. You but know. if you talking fast, I can't listen. I can't listen that fast. Cause motherfucker, you trying to get some shit passed. Yeah, I get I get the metaphor, but yeah, I think that's one of them meals that's true but not true. Yeah. You know, like it, it. You gotta determine that when you're talking to the person. Mm, that's true. That's true. But I think um, shit happens, and sometimes you just gotta put on your seatbelt when you involved in certain shit. And these motherfuckers out here um, hitting the dirt. Come on now, what the fuck did they do? And I ain't saying just a motherfucker got hit by a bus deserve to get hit by a bus. But sometimes shit happen because it's just supposed to fucking happen. We born to die. Hell yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that we born to die. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. But as far as this war and, and shit and TV, all of this shit is a distraction from us doing what we need to do. Exactly. And if you can't see that, then that's just on you. You know what I'm saying? We still in this weird-ass phase where we need to be preparing for the unknown as far as stocking up and shit. Motherfuckers is not doing that. But you see what happened when coronavirus kicked out. Wartime. Motherfucker. Huh. Them people. Huh. Look, them. What is look, it good for? The Doomsday Preppers was like, I've been, I told you motherfuckers. Exactly. I've been waiting for this day. I've been prepared. Nobody prepared. Nobody is prepared. For nothing. No. They didn't want to cry when she hit the fan. But shit is on the fan. Shit been hitting the fan. The fan done slowed down. Shit done stopped the fan. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, who am I besides somebody with an opinion? But I do want to, I do want to say I have seen a lot of melanated people be on that shit. Mm. I am very proud of that. I'm very proud of that because we was before this shit before in the in the middle of a tragedy in a tragedy the cause of the tragedy made a lot of people get on that shit. True that. Well, I do want to say shout out to our Detroit family. You know, our extended family in Detroit who support us and listen to our show all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they message me. I don't know why Trey don't text me. I gave him my phone number, but Trey still be messing me on the game. So, but I mean, it's still all good because you know I, I'm gonna have to set my notification up on my, on, my, on my PlayStation app so I get his messages. Mm-hmm. But Trey, you can call me or text me. I told you that, you know. So I do want to shout him out. Like he one of our biggest listeners, you know, and I appreciate that, you know. And uh, I still I was listening to his. Uh, I think he said his nephew or his niece, but they got a little YouTube. Remember, I subscribed to their YouTube. Yeah. But I haven't seen no notifications, so. Well, you know YouTube being funny. Yeah, YouTube. Have, we on YouTube, and a lot of people don't even know that. Uh-huh. And that's because YouTube censor 
small platforms. Like, they truly do. People got to understand that. Because I, I did bump into a dude at work. He was like, why y'all just do y'all uh, podcasts on YouTube? I'm like, I am on YouTube. Mm. He was like, for real? I was like, yeah, go type it in. Go look up Thurman Viking Podcast. We on yeah. YouTube. And even if you, because I went and looked, you still got to dig just to find us. Yes. And, you know, of course, we haven't paid for no advertisement. And, you know, we not a big conglomerate company. So we don't get that that push. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And we don't have millions of viewers. So we still don't get that push. So, though, you got to understand how YouTube work. You know, which I ain't mad at them. That's just how the platform is. Yeah. I just know we on that, though, you know. And I upload, most of the time, you know, I upload the videos or really the audios and to YouTube to, uh, you know, keep it going. You know, that's really what we're doing. It's, it's more of a real talk conversation. Like, nine times ten, you can get on YouTube or any of these platforms and you're not really getting the essence of a real conversation. It's always some old made-up bullshit it's always a, a propaganda or it's something behind what they saying. It's not no never real, true. Ain't nobody got no real opinion. I mean, because everybody have became over-opinionated on things that don't even reflect on them, period. Yeah. Not, not to mention the day-to-day, their day-to-day life. It's just I'm over-opinionated on this, I'm over-opinionated on that. You know, and that's what it's taking a curveball to. Like we watched the video of Alvin Preach when uh, the girl was super angry when dude was doing the interview. Oh, yeah. She was over-opinionated about nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the issue now. That's that's how they doing. Like, most of the people don't even want to listen to your shit if you're not famous. You, and you know what? I, I, I want to say something. As soon as he said, who hurt you? That triggered him. That triggered him. Motherfuckers need to go and fucking heal somewhere. Because you being mad at this man, he ain't did shit to you. He wasn't even talking to you. She was crazy. She was crazy as hell. Think about what she said. One, The first interview, she said that a lot of men took advantage of her. <laughs> then the second interview, she said she didn't even say that, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. And then he played it for her. And she said, all the reason why she said that because she had been drinking. Yeah. But then when he played it back for her again, she said she hadn't been, been drinking. And I can't stand them women that feel like, women that sit up and think and act like they feminists, you are the most hateful person when you even projecting towards being a feminist because what you saying is oh this woman can't make up her own mind because she don't know truly what it is to be a woman so this bitch sitting up here time so they don't know because there's a camera in her face and i know because i ain't gonna say i i ain't tripping because it's a camera in my face bitch what you saying they don't have their own opinion she you wanted- just worse than the men you say that's oppressing women but she wanted to disagree so bad she said she wasn't even a woman remember <laughs> Say I'm not a woman. I mean, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, I'm a woman. But you wanted to disagree. Yeah. So this is what is transpiring on these platforms. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up and a lot of people taking that shit in and they being like them people. And I feel like our podcast give a, a, a different perspective on things because yes, we speak on things and we have an opinion. But at the same time, it's about the relevance of how things are going. It's not about personally, this is how I feel. Because, I mean, if we want to go there personally, I don't feel like NATO or anybody should be involved in this Russia slash Ukraine thing. And I don't, I don't give a shit. And, and the, they shouldn't be using the media to, you know, do what they doing far as Russia, you know, like I said, everybody throwing away their vodka and they got the soccer team, took a, took the patches off and the, the sponsorships is out the window and it's like, that's not going to stop a war. You know what that remind me of? When somebody break up 
Yo, give me a, <laughs> I'm taking all your all shit my back. Stuff I bought you, I yeah. And <laughs> TV. Yeah. <laughs> Cut this couch in half. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's an American tradition. Yeah. Uh, and, and I noticed that, and then I said that. I said, ain't nobody had nothing to do with that shit but us. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. the shit was stupid. Y'all, this cancel culture shit. Y'all can't cancel that country. That country is irrelevant to another country. Like, y'all cannot cancel a country. Yeah. Y'all trying, though. They trying hard and as fuck. What's so funny is nobody was thinking about Russia or the Ukraine. Until this shit. Yeah. Especially us. Come on, we didn't give a shit. We didn't give a shit. And as black people, we got another issues. Like, how many reporters, they show multiple reporters saying, well, why are they attacking other people that look like us mm-hmm. with blue eyes and blonde hair? Mm-hmm. So basically what you're saying is why they're attacking white people are attacking white people. Uh-huh. Like, war is only for other people outside of white people. So you basically saying that you believe that when America raised war on Iraq and you, uh, uh, Afghanistan and all of that, it was strictly because of the color of the people, which it might be true. Mm-hmm. Now you making motherfucking... Now yeah. you're drawing the dots. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, he retracted and said he didn't mean it in a racist way. Mm-hmm. But how fucking racist is that? And then the lady from the Ukraine who said it, she didn't even retract the shit. She just don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I, but you know what? I am so okay with somebody being who the fuck they are. Because if you racist, I know to step around your ass. If you fucked up, I know to step around your ass. It's hard to, when you're living in a country, they have racist propaganda against another country. Mm-hmm. But see, you know how... Remember that time when coronavirus, when we went to Walmart in the midst of coronavirus and that white lady at the door? Remember they had people at the yeah. door and she, and she like, where's your mask? But a white dude came in, you know, right at the same time. She didn't ask him. I said, so you not going to ask Billy Bob what the fuck his mask is, but you going to ask me. You bitch. You see what I'm saying? And me and him started laughing because the shit was funny. This bitch had a straight up attitude because it was the truth. You didn't ask him because you don't think he got shit. But see, that's that that, that happened to me so many times. <laughs> that's why I stopped going in facilities unless I absolutely had to. Yeah. Because every time I go in, I go in and it was a bunch of white people that didn't have a mask. And then I before I even come to the door, they're like, do you have a mask? Yeah. Where's your mask? This is a mask zone. Yeah. And I'm like, remember I told you I went and took that package? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, uh, what was that? U- UPS. Uh-huh. And it was like several white people in there without no masks. And then the lady gonna tell me I gotta wear a mask. Yeah. And I politely told her, you are fucking racist. Mm-hmm. And send my fucking package. Mm-hmm. Do your job. Because right. right now what you're doing is you overdoing your job. So I want you to keep that same energy with my package. Yeah. Overdo your job on my package. And then motherfuckers be like, oh, how dare you? No, be who the fuck you is. That's one thing I hate about people. You don't want to be who the fuck you is. You, you masking who the fuck you truly are. If you don't like me, let that be what the fuck it is. Then you gasping and, and clutching your pearls and shit when I be like, you a bitch. You an asshole. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Flip flip the goddamn shoe. Put the shoe on the other foot real quick. Well, you know, they have convinced a lot of black people, especially in these companies, that since so much racist shit happened, they, they put these black people ahead in, in, in HR and shit like that to make it seem like this ain't, this ain't racist. And that'd be the first thing that they say when you talk to them. It'd be like, okay, if my supervisor white, mm-hmm. and then I got a white employee I work with, mm-hmm. and he just so happened not to show up to work today. Mm-hmm. That's called a no call, no show. If he didn't call in, is that not correct? That's true. That's automatic termination. Right. But that supervisor took it amongst himself to put his time in the computer. Mm. That's still in time. That's still in time. For so else. he paid. He paid this man for not showing to work because he was white. But the moment that I call in, 
on vacation, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You telling me that ain't racism? Because mm-hmm. he do all the white employees like that and all the black employees like that. Mm. So that would be a form of racism. Yeah. But of course, since they put these black people in a particular place to make it seem like since they are where they're at, it can't be any racism going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I see for what it is, and like I told the last black person that was in charge before he disappeared because he claimed he got another job, but I think they fired him. Mm-hmm. I said, it won't be long before you not in your position because you're just being used. Mm-hmm. You don't see it because you don't want to see it. You got to be careful of the motherfuckers that I feel like when somebody being too defensive about something, you know that something ain't right. Because you have a lot of people that be speaking up and sometimes it's because they're guilty of this action because some it's a lot of black people that have a hand in this bullshit that go on. Yeah. And it's guilty of it. And they okay with it because when, when a black person... And I done seen this shit happen, and it, 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 it made my stomach turn. Black people will get around a group of white people, and they laugh at them racist-ass jokes. Yeah. They crack them racist-ass jokes. And that shit ain't cool because they find they self-comfortable. And then they bring other other white people, hey, tell that, tell that, tell that funny-ass joke you told the other week. Yeah. That's exactly how it happened. And that ain't cool because... You one day can be at the end of this stick. But see, I told you, it's a it's a black, it's a young black dude at work that's following a young white dude, and he lost in the sauce. Mm. You know, the nigga wasn't smoking or nothing. Now he dipping. You know, he got to listen to this wild ass bullshit ass music. It ain't even country music. This shit is some, I don't know. It's some new shit. Mm. It's some new shit. The white people doing this fucking vocal crazy ass music, mm-hmm. and he got him doing that, and I'm like. You never dipped in your life. You don't listen to this type of music. You got fucking green dreads. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? He talks, nah, I'm just I'm just chilling, man. I'm just chilling. But he don't he don't resonate with black people because he don't want to. So he lost in the sauce. He too busy trying to follow up behind dude. Can I ride in your truck? Because he got one of them trucks, like I said, with them big lips on it. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want, go buy one. Mm-hmm. But see, it, it, it's shit like that. And it's always, I feel like, a lot of black people that, like you said, partake in the fucked upness of racism. That's why it still exists. Mm-hmm. Because all the black people not saying, nah, that's racist, we gonna do something about this. Mm-hmm. It's always, well, it didn't happen to me, so it ain't racist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because other black people don't look at themselves as looking at another person as this is my this is my people. They really truly don't, and and it's fucked up because you have to, in order for bad shit to stop happening, it takes for the good people to to be like, nah, that's wrong. It takes for the people that's witnessing this shit to say, no, you're wrong. And I want to tell you this story. I, I actually want to, you know, put this on the podcast too because this is how motherfuckers is related and don't even know it. So Chattanooga is definitely small and they think it's bigger than what it is, but it's not. No, no. So, you know, I find out. Well, first this happened. You know, I was crossing the belt at work, and uh, I, my, my foot fell in, in the tracks. Mm-hmm. And the belt started moving, and I was stuck. You know, and this guy, this new black guy, he stood there. He sat there. He didn't even stand there. He sat there and watched as I flailed and tried to get out of the motherfucker <laughs> before the shit crushed me. Did your life flash before you? No, because my whole thing is I'm finna get the fuck up out of this damn thing. <laughs> So once I climbed off and rolled off the belt and hit the ground, and I looked at him like, damn, bro, you weren't going to stop it because you was like three feet away from me. You could just walked up and hit the off button. Mm-hmm. You could just walked up and cut it off. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay, well, I ain't know. 
You watched me. You knew. You've been playing with the bell all week. You know how it works. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, he was the one who left it on. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, whatever. I didn't get upset at him. I, I actually laughed about it because I laughed how I got caught and how I had to get out. Yeah. So, you know, I, I had a little fun with it. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, yeah, I almost fucking got crushed. Yeah. But I made it out. Okay, the next day, this nigga in that same space turned the belt on on another motherfucker. It almost crushed his fucking arm. Mm. And I said, hey, bro, you need to quit turning it on when we on the belt. It's supposed to be off. We have a big-ass sign that's like fucking 30 by 30 that says, you know, when you on the belt, it should be off. Mm-hmm. I know you can read because you're here. Mm-hmm. So turn it off when we on the belt. Quit trying to turn it on. So, you know, the dude who I arm on got smashed, he was upset. And I saw the man, don't be upset. I said, think about this. I literally almost killed myself yesterday doing that shit. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about it, bro. You all right. You would have just been, you know, one arm down. Oh. Nigga, I would have been turned, done. It would have been over. That would have been D-E-A-D, that. <laughs> and and I told him that, you know, so we he's he, you know, kind of lighting up and started laughing and shit. And really, that's what I wanted him to do is not be upset and feel like, you know, dude intentionally was trying to harm him. Because it do feel like that when you deliberately walk over there and turn that motherfucker on. Mm. It feel like you intentionally trying to harm him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after all this was done, we all started talking. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, man, why you ain't here, man? He told me, well, I, I I don't know. I said, okay. So then he started telling me, and he was like, why you call me by that name? That's my street name. I said, that's what somebody told me your name was. He said, nah, you, I told you my name was Antonio. I said, yeah, you did. He said, okay. So I asked him, I said, so it's another dude who work here with the same street name. He said, oh, that's my son. I said, if that's your son, then that means you related to me because from what I was told by his cousin is that we are cousins because my grandmother and their grandmama was, or great-grandmama was sisters. Mm. So we related. And he said, I don't know. I said, well, do you know this person? And he said, yeah, that's my daughter. I said, yeah, we've been messaging on Facebook. We got a group going of, you know, family, family trying to figure out who was what. <laughs> so he was like, okay. Then I saw scrolling down, showing him the picture she had been posted. He said, oh, that's my wife. I said, so, you know, I ain't lying. You see me messaging under there, right? He was like, I'm going to have to call her. I ain't know. I said, guess what? When I talk to your wife and I finally meet her, I'm going to tell her, you almost goddamn let me die. <laughs> you was going to sit there and let me die, and I'm her relative. He just don't do that. Don't do that. That ain't right. Yeah, it is. Okay. And then he walked off, you know what I'm saying, and went somewhere else yeah. to another department. So me and the other guy started talking, and the other guy was like, hey, man, you know, my brother, no, my nephew is his brother. Yes. So I was like, man, I believe you. He was like, but I don't think he knows. So I said, well, shit, let's go ask him. <laughs> so we both walked up there and asked him. And he said, what y'all want? I said, man, Chattanooga's so smart. I just want to reiterate that. And he said, why you keep saying that? I said, well, he said, you know, tell him. And he told him. He said, well, my nephew is your brother. He said, I'm such and such. And my nephew is such and such. And this is his mama, which is your sister. Damn. So, all three of us been working the fucking together all week and then he know that we have family link because we refuse to talk about who we are and where we from mm-hmm. and we on that nigga shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody won't walk out with they walk around with their chest out yeah. and I'm that nigga. Come to find out if we would have all got into it, all our families would have linked up and seen that we all fucking related. Yeah. 
And it happened plenty of times. Just like my cousin killing his own cousin and they only finding out because they went to court. Yeah. How fucked up is that? So, you know, long story short, I think black people need to stop being less angry at black people and more talkative. And finding out your roots because especially in Chattanooga, man, this shit's so small. It, it's an incest fest. I call it incest fest, and I'm sorry, but that's what it is because everybody fucking related to each other. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to believe that because we don't want to believe in incest. Mm-hmm. But we know, but the thing is, like, when you was telling me, you know, y'all last names and stuff, it was like you got Harris on your side. I have Harris on my side. Same area, exactly. And it's like, wait a minute, we already got some. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait a minute. Right? How do we get to the bottom of this? And you don't. Everybody got to start talking. Oh. But if everybody start talking, they ain't gonna, they're gonna realize what what is what it is, mm-hmm. and they're not gonna want to accept it. Mm-mm. But that's all I got on that. As far as the war and everything else. I mean, I feel like I stated what I needed to state it. What you got, baby? Till next time. Until next time. All right. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for the listens, the shares, the likes, whatever it may be. You know, uh, tune in. Till next time, man. Oh, congratulate Dion. Congratulations oh. to oh. our brother. Congratulations to my brother. He, uh, Him and his wife. And his kids, their family, closed on the house. Mm-hmm. He gonna be a first time home owner, and I'm definitely proud. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to spending many days over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anything else? No. Nope. All right, and we out. Oh, also mm-hmm. hit the link, Facebook, Thermal Viking. I'm fighting, you know, we still we still moving, we still moving. We still got our business license, we still got product, you know, Thermal Viking. Uh message if you want shipping or whatever, let us know. And that's it, we out.